Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue talking about Leslie's new book, Snake in the House. Leslie, take it away. (laughs) Well, yesterday I left with a prayer for those that maybe feel like maybe they had a kundalini spirit that was attached to them, operating in their lives even. And so I also felt like I should come back and maybe tell you what some of the hallmark manifestations of the kundalini spirit is in case you went to a place like a church or maybe you even went to revival and it maybe someone laid hands on you and you wonder if you have received it now instead of the holy spirit you know i I just applaud you for even checking it out because you know sometimes it's not easy for us to be truthful with our own selves much less somebody else and i believe that there's some that are listening to this program right now that are saying you know I believe that maybe there's a kundalini operating in me, but it is very powerful. And I, I'm, I'm telling you right now that even when you're de- when it's delivered, when you're set free from it, and even if whether you have to go through a deliverance minister or if you're able to get it free by just praying, just know that there's going to be a morning time happen to you because you're going to have to realize you got basically start over with a fresh and feeling of the Holy Spirit because it's where the true power is because you're going to be confused which one's the Holy Spirit, which one's the Kundalini. So you just have to let it all go and just basically start again. But some of the manifestations, you know, some people you might experience a a Kriya, which is, that's like a involuntary jerking motion. Like, you know, I can spot it right away because I mean, we've done a lot of crusades. We've had a lot of people come in the church and, and sometimes people mimic that jerking because they think that there is oh, gonna, that's God. Yeah, that's God. Or, you know, I'm going to show them just how close I am to God and they jerk all over the place. And so some of it's pretend, but then there's a lot of times it's not. And that shows you that that's a Kundalini spirit. That's awakening. That's operating mm-hmm. in them. So there's jerking motions. There's like shaking motions, um, shaking their head. Uh, that these are some of the manifestations of the Kundalini. Sometimes, um, with a kundalini spirit, they'll say that it's going to wake that third eye. And we hopefully, if you if you really know the Bible, you know, if you're a true Christian, you're going to know that third eye is not God, right? Or even that pineal gland. It's that's that's inside of us. Some people are saying, well, that's the great spiritual awakening. That's where our spiritual bodies live. And, you know, it's just such nonsense that's being taught right now. It just makes me nuts. And, you know, and, and one of the things that I'm, I'm writing in the new book that the Shekinah glory, uh, is that the pineal gland, it'll, in a, in a body, in a person, it awakes during the nighttime. Did you know that? It mm-hmm. awakes during the darkness. And so that's why the devil loves that. And they love that. That's why even like in the middle of the night, sometimes there's, um, that's like sometimes when there's the most spiritual warfare can go on because it's the darkness is awake then. And just like, so the people are realizing, unfortunately, that this, the pineal gland, they're trying to compare it to being like the third eye or the spiritual awakening, which is really new age. And God doesn't want us to go that direction. You know, he, he warns against divination. Uh, he warns against necromancy, you know, speaking to the dead, you know, believing that the dead are talking to us or that our dead uh, brother or sister that died is now an angel walking over us, you know, watching over us. We have to be careful what we're saying and believing and teaching our children. Um, they've lost a friend and oh, it's just an angel now going to watch over you. Quit telling them lies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to start believing that, that, 
that they can talk to their angels up there that are from a dead one, a dead person. A dead, you know, it could be a familiar spirit. There's so many things that happen. Sometimes when you when you get free from a kundalini spirit, you're going to have a, a severe bout of, of feeling ashamed, um, alone. You're going to feel like you're missing something. You're going to feel like there's a part of you that's not with you anymore, and that's the truth. You've released it. You've let it go, right? So you have to work past that. You have to continue staying in the Word and and reading the Word and studying the Word and listening to the Word and and also praise and worship is so vital during that time so you can refill it back up with the truth of, of God and, and the truth of His Word and, and crying out to the Lord and, and removing that void that was taken out because it'll be a huge void. Um, sometimes they might call that third eye or that awakening that happens if there's a, a, a strong um, experience of smells, taste, hearing, or seeing things that you haven't experienced before, uh, you know, again, we as Christians, especially when we're those of us that we say that we're baptized in the Holy Spirit and we operate in the gifts of the Spirit, you know, you can, if you have a witness of the Lord, sometimes those, you know, our body hairs rise up, but it also does even with a Kundalini spirit. Mm. So you have to start recognizing, wait a minute, you know, was I operating under the Kundalini or was I operating under the Sometimes Holy very Spirit? close, very difficult It's very close. You know, there's that fine line stand. You know, we it's just like that, that straight and narrow path that we have to be on. And you can't ride the fence. You can't sometimes be operating with the power of the Kundalini and then the other time with the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is a, this is a, a time of testing and training and listening and and figuring out what's really going on. So if you've had hands laid on you, but there's experiences, especially of Kriyas, where there's the jerking or the shaking that goes on, you have Kundalini, and you've, mm. got to get, you've got to get rid of it. That's the ultimate, because you can't just say, well, I experienced body hair standing up. That's that's one of the mechanisms that God uses for a witness. That's not necessarily con- Kundalini. No. It's a witness, or it's also discernment. There's times you walk into a dangerous situation, the hairs on your head, yes. right? Yes. So it's it's a witness. So you can't just base it on that. Um, sometimes they'll want to start chanting, and or you know repeat prayer over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Mantras. The mantras, yes. So that would be a sign that they have the kundalini, and it becomes easy for them. Uh, they're like is that the same thing as like a demon possession well there's definitely is a demon possession of the kundalini that's you you, you, it's a specific kind of a demon then yes i mean you can have you know christians can have a demon i know that that's contrary to what a lot of them are taught but if you look just at your own people if you'll look honestly in your own life and the destruction you do to the temple of the holy spirit uh you ought to know that there could be a, a demon operating or a generational curse that operates in your life or what doors you've opened up. And if you've opened up for Kundalini to come in, then, yeah, there's going to be. One of my favorite sayings is most people carry the demons they want to carry. Yes. That's true. Most people carry the demons they want to carry. Right. And if they don't want to carry them, they should get rid of them. Now, it sounds, it's easy to say, but sometimes it's not that easy no. to do. And some people really do have to go through a deliverance. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about on the broadcast before about the book that I wrote, Help Me, I'm All Tied Up, is that because some ministers and some deliverance ministers, they bind the devil. And that's what I was trying to get away from. Don't If you go to get 
minister to and have it cast out of you, don't let them bind the kundalini. You want to get rid of it. You want it loosed it off. Out. So you need to tell them, no, don't you bind it. You know, loose it off. Um, another manifestation, so let me get back to the manifestation. Some of the manifestations of the kundalini is that sometimes they find that their mind just becomes blank. Um, because that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to blank out your mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that he can control it. And that's why even in these, uh, some of these prayer houses out there, they have them staring to a candle, yes. blanking out their mind or centering prayer, contemplative type prayers. Those are all demonic. So if you've been involved in that, then you've also opened up the door for the devil come in and <clears throat> control some of your thoughts and your mind and, you know, get you to where you're not following God and you, it becomes very easy to, to blank the mind and, and, uh, start thinking of things that are not even of God or visualizing, you know, there's the visualization, you know, visualize you've got that million of dollars over and over and over again. Well, you're staring to the candle. Stuff. It is witchcraft. Well, it's kind of like a house. If there's a nice home and there's no one home, Hey, let's just move in. Yes. Many times the person, uh, another manifestation, they'll feel, like an energy going up the spine of their body, and it becomes addictive. That's the big problem with this kundalini is because they want that energy to go up their spine. Because, Mm. again, they feel so powerful when really it's killing you. Because the goal of the devil, it's, it's really, if you'll think of it like the serpent, the devil himself, the serpent is coiling around your spine, awakening, awakening up to the to that third eye so that he can take over your mind, take over your body and make you think that you're a God. And eventually you'll become to this great awakening. And so what does he do? Guess what? You die because he will totally blank your mind. You will not, you will not ever be able to think again. You'll blank your mind. People will go into a trance and they are, they can't ever come back. That's the goal of the devil. And some of those people wind up, was in straight jackets yes. and often some kind of institute someplace. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, or kill themselves. So is it true that a lot of Christians are seeking power so much they get to thinking that any power must be God? Wrong. Right. That's true. The devil has power. The devil has power and he will, there's lying signs and wonders. He will even use techniques of what looks like um, healings and miracles taking place. Well, see, that's why I'm glad that I have you at this uh, solemn, assembly, uh, solemn September assembly, because if there's any foolishness going on in there, I know you'll smell it in the wind and put a screech and halt to it before it even Yeah, I, I hate head. the Kundalini spirit. Can you tell? <laughs> and, uh, and, I got it. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, you know, or some fortunately, however you want to look at it, to me it's fortunate, but I'll either get you delivered or you get out with the Kundalini, one or the other. But, I, you know, it's, I want people to be free from well, it. I know that things in our meetings are done decently and in order, and if they're not, you will know it and put a stop to it. And yes, we'll sir. We'll skip all those stories, but we've given a lot of stories yes, of, we, of how you've done I, that. You know, and, and, and because, you know, the devil has no place. He doesn't have any place in our body, soul, spirits. He doesn't have any place in us, in our lives. And it's time that we realize the devil's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And that he can, and if we're searching for power and it's the wrong power, it's time to start over and let it go. Okay, so you're saying that a person ought to not just get one book, but they probably need to get 10 or maybe 20, but they need to read it themselves, get it in the hands of the pastor and the other congregation members, especially if they have some of this this foolishness 
going on mm-hmm. in churches where there's kundalini spirit. In other words, it gives them books to hand around to start yes. informing people that there's right. some problems in their church. Especially, you know, even if they just say it's Christian yoga, you know, get out of that. Just stop it. Get out of it. Repent. Um because that's just the first step to get to the kundalini spirit, excuse me, kundalini yoga. Um, you know, people will say that they they feel like they have this godly experience and they, they get this great intuition. You know, you can hear um, uh, movie stars, they'll talk about, you know, I meditate, you know, I, I get into my yoga position and I meditate and there's no pain. And, you know, they, they have their eyes squint like it's almost shut, but not all the way shut and then they they get into this trance and they say that they're having a godly experience when really, you know, the devil's overtaking their life. And so much so that then they start believing that everything they're seeing is truth and everything that it's relative, whatever they, it's, it's really what they want, whatever somebody wants to believe, they can believe anymore. And that it's the truth. And then, so if, even if the orange, the, the, even if the moon is orange, well, it's their truth. So they reach the point to where they will no longer receive correction. They will no longer see that there's something wrong in their life. That's exactly right. And they'll, they'll say they've meditate and, uh, you know, and the, they might say, well, I've meditate on the word, but they meditate to where they're in a trance. And what happens is their sensory system becomes very distorted. They don't know what is really the truth anymore. And that's why it's really is scary. And, you know, there's, there's Kundalini yoga where they actually have snakes in their, in the class with them. Wow. Because they want to experience, that'd be like their prophetic act, real snakes. If they can awaken that serpent inside of them, you know, and they'll, maybe those snakes that are slithering around them will help it awaken more and more frequently and quicker. Okay, you really think this is going on in a lot of churches? I know it's going on in a lot of churches. I mean, I, I, I mean, we're so far from this. It's like, I, I really? I mean, it's really happening. You don't want to think it's really happening. I know. Uh, sometimes people, you know, that have this um, kundalini spirit, they have like all of a sudden this great outburst of energy, is is one. Um, They'll have, and a lot of times, you know, people that have a lot of dreams of seeing snakes, it's because of Kundalini spirit. Mm. So, you know, if you're having a lot of dreams and it's always involving snakes, then you need to get free. You know, you need to. How do you know all this? God has shown you that because I've yeah, not seen this in our church. You know, other churches. <laughs> no, it won't around. be in our church. So you <laughs> observe this by watching YouTube videos. Oh, no, I don't watch YouTube videos. Where are you videos? getting all this? Uh, inside, <laughs> I know, right? No, inside, I mean, I had to do some study because when I found out that, you know, people were saying that the Kundalini was the Holy Spirit made me so angry, Stan. And I had to go through and, and watch stuff and watch stuff in Christian churches. She had to do some study and research. Study in, in Christian churches and seeing for myself, my eyes seeing it. So I could, I mean, in this book, I wrote this book. I mean, we've got... I've got DVDs on it, and, if, and that's another thing you they can watch. This book by reading somebody else's book. No, sir, no. But watching, like you know, if they want to get the DVD where it shows some actual video footage, they can watch it on the Prophecy Club and channel. Maybe that DVD. I think is it's mysticism in the church. In the church, yes. Okay. And because I, 
I absolutely was shocked that really, truly people thought that that was the Holy Spirit. So if you have a lot of dreams of snakes, I would, you know, caution. I have people tell me that a lot, um, that they can't get rid of the snakes. You're saying that even if they consider themselves to be a pretty normal Christian, reading this book is still going to be very helpful. I really, I know that it will, especially if, if um, they're drawn to um, some of these revivals that have taken place. You know, thousands of thousands have gone to these revivals. Well, you know, we're asking, we can ask them to come to our crusade. We're asking them to come to the solemn September assembly. How do they know that we're not doing the same thing? I wrote a book. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm afraid you're about to come across that desk at me. You what? <laughs> I wrote a book. No, we don't I, do that rubbish. No, we don't do that rubbish, and I don't stand for it. You know, if somebody starts shaking um, or doing kriyas and they're uh, jerking, you know, somebody's on them getting them delivered. Yep. So, yep. We've um, got delivered some ministers, and they yep. are standing by. They are standing by, but, you know, this prayer assembly is not going to be that. It's just nope. going to come for prayer. No, nope. uh, but we aren't going to. We but still aren't going to allow. Raising head, manifesting. Yeah, we still aren't going to allow. On the shoulder and yeah. saying, speak to you in And the some hall, people do it. It's a disruption. It's just you know, it's fake. They just think that they're supposed to be closer to God if they do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's just an attention thing. And and I and I know that too. However, now I've talked about the Kundalini. So now you know, if you have the Holy Spirit manifestations, you're going to have a greater love for Christ. You're going to have a greater love for his word. His lo- his word's going to come alive when you read it. The, you know, it's going to be a different. You aren't going to want to blank your mind. You're going to want to fill it with the word of God. You, because when you blank your mind, you open it up for the devil. Uh, you're going to have a strong desire to save the lost. There's going to be this exuberating feeling of, of your freedom and liberty. I mean, the joy of the Lord is going to be upon you. Uh, and not that lying joy where you feel like you're uh, all bliss, but I mean, it's a true joy of the Lord, no matter what's going on around you. There's going to be boldness, power, um, as you minister to people. Sometimes, and again, there's it can overlap so easily, so you got to be careful, but there's sometimes a sweet, savoring smell of the Lord, like a sweet fragrance. But if it's overpowering or if it's all the time, then you're going to realize, man, that must be Kundalini because the Kundalini comes in as sometimes um, it it can overlap. I mean, it looks like it's God, but it's really not. You know, the, oh, you know, the devil comes in to imitate. He imitates. And so, but you have... Well, lying signs and wonder. Well, you lying signs, signs wonder, but he also imitates... When it's the Lord or when it's not the Lord, you know, thinking like the sweet, savoring smell. But again, if it happens all the time, um, when you're when you're operating under the Holy Spirit, then all those nine gifts of the Holy Spirit are like stirred up inside of you. They should be stirred up inside of you every day. I mean, where, you know, discernment is great. You know, word of knowledge and wisdom is great. And, you know, you can develop these more and the, a desire for to pray for someone for healing and that they're healed and um, all these things you know, can happen. Um, sometimes when you're praying for somebody, the Holy Spirit, and it's time for healing, you know, there'll be warm hands. Like, uh, But again, you can't have it be where it's of the devil because the devil is still going to imitate. But you have to learn yourself to really realize when it's the Lord and when it's not. You know, you know put yourself 
in a training. I mean, that's what I did. I mean, shoot, how many years was it after I got baptized in the Holy Spirit? And I was constantly practicing the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And one day you asked me, what are you doing? You remember that? You said, what are you doing? And I went, I'm practicing. I don't know. Maybe it was healing at the time. I think you were telling me about you healed a bird. Yeah, I healed a bird. (laughs) And so you're like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm practicing. I'm practicing on this little bird. It'll be healed. And you're like, nobody does that. And I was like, yeah, don't you? I mean, I thought everybody did that. I hadn't prayed for any birds. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that's why the manual is so important to me, Stan, Mm -hmm. and it's my life. You know, it's, it's, let me see. I'm amazed. I mean, Leslie sat down. I'm going to type up a manual for School of the Prophets. Uh huh. Well, she did. And it's amazing. I mean, I remember when I got the book, first, the first case arrived. We opened up the case. You know, when you first get your first book, like there's not a first book, but, and it's like the anointing just drips off of that book. It's, it's, it's an, an anointed and amazing book. I mean, and all of the eight ministers that were at the Crusades, they kept going on and on and on about that book. And, and also what it takes to be a prophet, your books and your talks. And I meant, well, I, I meant to tell you, Linda Silverman called the other day. She said, whatever you were doing, don't forget me. I want to be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know how I talked about how, you know, this great energy will come up on you when you have a kundalini, like, and it goes up the spine and you desire it. Well, the same thing, but opposite with the Lord, you know, when you're, when you're feeling a, a presence of the Lord, sometimes, especially if you're praying for somebody, there might be like a, like a gentle electric spark that flows to the tips of your fingers, but it's not like coming up the spine. And I think, you know, we, we got to realize, oh, that's not the Lord, but this is. And that's one of the things I'm excited about this book on the Kundalini's, but is it not only saying, well, this is the Kundalini, stay away from it, but this is God. This is, this is how you know the difference. We, we've got to know, you know, we have to know when it's, because right now the devil is really stirring up the, the Kundalini spirit in the churches and it's, because they're searching for power and it's causing people to go to hell. And not only that, you know, they're going to, many are going to die and be consumed. Um, many are going to start believing that they're God and that they, that again, we're going to get to where they're so haughty and prideful that you can't knock that little God off mm. or out from under them because that's, they're believing they're a God and that's what they want to do. But you know, you need to know what new age words mean and what some of these are. So that you don't start using them anymore. Um, there's there's so much, you know, that we we can start saying and just like I said, words mean things, names mean things, and if we're just listening to somebody else say spirituality, or you know, the universe, you know, the universe spoke to me, and I hear Christians say that. Well, the universe spoke to me. It's because they hear somebody else saying that, and it sounds all wonderful to them. No, the universe did not just speak. You know, we have a God that created the universe. He speaks. So don't give um, credit to the universe or the mother or the earth, you know, things like that. So, you know, I'm excited about having this. I mean, there's some things even like, you know, the green movement was is really new age. 
and this is what the Kundalini is. The Green New Deal. You know how you know, Stan. We we went to Malaysia uh, a year. Well, was it? It was May 2019, and of course, being talking on mysticism, Kundalini, and doing DVDs. I mean, my eyes were popping out of my head. I mean, it's like, I mean, there were so many Hindu temples. So many. I, I, I was, I thought there would be a lot more Buddhist temples, but there were so many, much more Hindu. And they're bright and they're colorful. Um, lots of gods. Lots of gods all over these bright, colorful, you know, buildings and lights are lit up on them and, you know, it can just suck you in. And so we were walking around. I think at the time this was, then we went to Singapore for a little bit and walking around and, you know, I thought, oh, my goodness, these little trinkets that you can find in Malaysia, you can find off of Amazon, you know, Krishna. I mean, or, you know, get baby Krishna. And there are these cute little demonic gods and goddesses that Christians are putting around their house. You know, it reminds me of a time we we had just moved to Omaha. I was looking for a a hairdresser, and I I didn't know it was going to be a divine appointment. I went to this hairdresser. And we got, we, we struck a, a conversation. She was a Christian and she was going to the church that we thought we might would like to go to. And so, you know, we got connected and, and then she started sharing with me right away. I mean, within the first hour that, um, she really wanted to, um, have a baby. And I said, wow, you know, well, let's just pray that you'll have a baby. She goes, we have been trying for so many years. We prayed and prayed and prayed. And all of a sudden, it was just the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, I said, do you have any anything in your home, like a demonic God, you know, Buddha or goddess or anything like that? Well, she goes, we do have like a small little Buddha statue in the front oh. yard. I said, well, you need to get rid of that. I Absolutely. said, can I come over and see your house? So she invited me over right after we got done. And I'm walking around, and her front yard was not a little Buddha. It was a huge Buddha. You go, she showed me her backyard, and in the four corners were more uh, mm. Buddhas. I mean, a lot of the Hindu gods and Buddha, they, they've kind of intermingled now. <laughs> and so they had all this, you know, Hindu gods, goddesses, and Buddhas, and all everything all over the backyard, and water fountains. And so I said, you know, you got to destroy those. If you destroy those, Absolutely. I know that you'll get pregnant. Well, I got a call the next day. They won't have anything to do with me anymore. <clears throat> they, she said, I talked to my husband. We're not getting rid of those, those, uh, those Buddhists, Buddhas, Buddhas that we have and our Hindus that we, uh, gods and gods and goddesses that we have in the backyard. We like them and clunk hit, they hung up. Wow. Yeah. Did not, did not take the word of the Lord. Well, and she's going to wonder why she continues to have miscarriages. Okay, so your book, Snake in the House, why they want to get it. The reason you want to get it is because this is a evil spirit that is coming in as a mockery to the Holy Spirit in the churches. And I don't want you to be lied to anymore. You need to know the truth. The truth will make you free. It'll make you want to know what is right and what is from God and what is wrong. So I encourage you to get the snake in the house. It will set you free, but it'll make you want to be free. It's called snake in the house. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 55, one for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Also, 
We have an offer right now going where you can get the School of the Prophets manual and her book, What It Takes to Be a Prophet, both books, and 30 Days of Free Watching the Crusade. And they'll tell you all about it at prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. So get the book Snake in the House and also the two-book offer, The Crusade School of the Prophets Manual and What It Takes to Be a Prophet at prophecyclub.com. And go to Watchman's Trumpet, get signed up for the Solemn September Assembly, watchmanstrumpet.com. The least favorite thing for Christians is a prayer meeting. Many people have been warned America is about to go into a storm capable of destroying our nation. This time, it's not enough to fast and pray separately. This time, we must assemble and pray. We're calling God's people to fast, pray, humble themselves, and seek God's face, asking God to forgive America's sin and heal our land. For once, American Christians must put aside our divisions and unite under Jesus' name for 48 hours, fast, pray, for only one thing, our nation. Can American Christians put aside our divisions for 48 hours, fast, and pray? Go to watchmanstrumpet.com, but don't look for any denominations or famous names. They're not there. Spots are limited. Reserve your place. Look unto God. Come fast and pray together for 48 continuous hours. Then watch God begin to heal our land or watch the devil tear it apart. Our choice, watchmanstrumpet.com, watchmanstrumpet.com. 